Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you till the top of the hour. Thank you for joining us on this September Sunday. Folks, we've got a great show for you, including uh, something coming up that you may want to pay attention to a little bit later on. 12 everyday items that can be huge security risks in your home. We'll talk about that in a little bit. First, uh, we want to thank and welcome Randy Rocky, who's with Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you pre-approved for your loan. You can reach Randy on his phone at 502-645-0736. Also here till the top of the hour, Chuck Crosby. He is the head guy over at the Crosby Law Offices. Not only does he do a great job at closing the loan, but he also is does landlord, tenant evictions, and wills, which are so important, powers of attorney, a variety of other things. We highly recommend Chuck Crosby and the Crosby Law Offices. Also here, a reminder, my son, Greg, who does our photography and marketing and so much more. And, folks, if you're thinking about selling, whether it is now or in the next couple of years, it really doesn't matter. You want to get an idea of what the path might be. And I am here to help you. And you can call me and we can talk on the phone. We can do this via Zoom or via uh, FaceTime or in person. I'd rather see you in person. And uh, it's free. It really is free. No obligation. Just call me on my cell phone at area code 502-376-5483. Or you can go to bobsellslouisville.com and just fill out the information. That will come to me, and we can almost immediately help you get things rolling. Again, bobsellslouisville.com or area code 502-376-5483. We'll start with something that happened this week before we get to the actual emails. Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial, we had the Fed meeting this past week, and they decided once again not to raise interest rates. That's a good thing. Hey, how about that? It's, it's, it's amazing. They finally are uh, listening, and uh, they're just so far behind a bell curve usually on what's going on, and it, it's it's finally good to see that they're not raising rates, and hopefully that will be a trend that will continue, and then they'll start dropping them as inflation continues to get in line. So let's just recap here for a second and give out your NMLS number and then give us the rundown. Where are we with rates and uh, how, how yeah. are we looking? Uh, 26362 is the NMLS number. And, you know, we have rates uh, 5.99 on a VA APR 6.12% today, um, uh, which is uh, really low. But mo mo most conventional, conventional running about a point higher. Uh, but uh, VA, uh, FHA. Uh, or in that range of high fives, low sixes for FHA actually, and uh, so they're they're um, we're we're hoping they continue to trend down a little bit, and uh, that's our hope. I I don't have I any. Think, you know, I think everyone is hoping that they trend down, but I yeah, really hope. do believe after listening to Fed Powell speak at Jackson Hole, listening to him just recently in the most recent meeting, and all the predictions that are coming through, I think it's just time for people to kind of really re-rationalize where they think rates are going to be in the future. I yeah. personally, you know, I'm going out on a limb here, but I don't see them dropping anything dr dramatically in the next year, two years from all the predictions and the things that the Fed is saying. And I think that's a smart mindset to be at. Um, one of the things they were, ta were talking about at the last meeting was all the re-leveling happening post-crash 08 and how it takes seven to 10 years for things to balance out. And we're well right. past that, obviously. And then we had COVID come through. So to think that we're going to 
to think that, you know, where, where are we going to land? Where are people waiting for rates to come down to? Is it going to be normal to be in the fives and sixes? I think, I think that's probably going to be normal once we get past this uh, qualitative easing and, and getting down and, and lowering rates, hopefully at some point next year. Um, but I see a lot of agents and not necessarily mortgage lenders as you guys are doing your job. You know, you can only react off what the markets do, but I see a lot of agents saying, Oh, why don't you guys wait until next season rates are coming down or wait to no. refi. Well, I think that yeah. could be shit. Exactly. Um, and, and you know, it's funny you mentioned that Greg is, is it's a hope. I don't think it's going to happen. So it's, it's, right. uh, um, uh, I, and, and the thing is, is you're, you're very correct in that statement. So let's say rates do drop a point. All right. Well, then what's going to happen? Pent up demand. Right. So now it's going, which is your point, which is going to raise housing even more because we only yeah. have about 38% of inventory we need in, in the country right now. So pent up demand is very high right now. So I agree with you 100%. I think the time to buy is right now. And I right. really do. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. And yeah. plus, you're, you've got at least some choice before the buyer yeah. pool gets hot again right. in the springtime. Right. Let's keep moving. And Chuck, I have a note to ask you about fake seller. That happened oh. to you. Give me the give us the rundown of what happened to you recently. Well, we had a, uh, a lot on a uh, corner. Uh, it was empty. Uh, used to have a PNC bank on it, but apparently that was taken down some time ago. Uh, and uh, had a buyer uh, come through who was going to buy the property. Contracts were given to me. Everything looks good. We run the title and then start looking at it. And it's like, wait a minute. Uh, you got an empty lot. There's a red flag. You got an out of town seller. That's a, a red flag. Actually, uh, he wasn't going to be out of town. He was going to be in the hospital. But then it changed to in the hospital in another town. And then you, we called and uh, to talk to him and try and get uh, some specifics and uh, phone connection. Oh, so bad, so bad. We have to deal with with emails, only only emails. And I mean, you've got like five red flags going off there. Oh, yeah. So I started investigating um, and uh, I ended up uh, calling the actual owner uh, who was down in Texas and asked him if he was trying to sell this property. And he said, no, uh, turns out the supposed uh, seller uh, was down in Florida. Um, and anyhow, I, I ran the guy's uh, family tree back uh, to 1962 when they supposedly got the property and came up with all kinds of questions for the supposed seller and couldn't answer any of them. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it, it was just obviously fraud. Uh, so, of course, we reported it and, and saved the guy, uh, the buyer, potential of 150K. Uh, but, uh, you know. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, strange. Let's and just put it that way. Let me point this out to all of us uh, folks listening. This is why you need an attorney like uh, Chuck Crosby, who will go the extra mile and do his due diligence mm -hmm. on your side when you're closing a loan. And again, we'll give out his phone number in just a couple of minutes. A reminder, if you would uh, like to see some of the reviews that we get from our our buyers and our sellers. Listen, we're not 100%. We, we'd love to be 100% positive that every once in a while there's a clunker in there that maybe something happened. But we're like 99.97, yeah, Bob. Not, no. yeah. so I'm just I being mean, honest. Yeah. Go to um, the LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. We move on. And uh, attorney Chuck Crosby at the Crosby Law Offices, Greg writes in, he's actually a realtor in town with a, a seller in the Highlands. He says they took an offer that was all cash. At the closing, there was actually a loan for half the purchase price uh, of the property. So he's asking for, on behalf of 
all agents and even buyers and sellers, didn't the buyer agent representing that buyer need to put together an addendum to request the change from all cash to financing with the, a loan as part of the purchase of the house? Chuck Crosby. Oh, you're asking me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought this was. It could be Randy, way. too. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Chuck. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know that that would necessarily uh, have been the case um, with that particular clause. What mm -hmm. it does is it locks him in whether he has financing or not. OK, um, the, if his financing had fallen through, he still would have been expected to close on it. The fact that at the last minute he put some financing together, I see that more as, uh, you know, no harm, no foul kind of thing. Uh, okay. The buyer, does the buyer care where the cash comes from is the thing. Got it. Well, as long as it's green and it spends, I'm sure they sell yeah, it. As long as it's green and it spends. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, that, yeah. that particular clause that says we're doing it by cash, a uh, full cash transaction, that's to protect the seller uh, so that the buyer can't come back and say, oh, hey, wait, I can't get financing. You got to let me out. Right. So on, here on the side of, yeah. I was going to say, on, on the side of, of making an offer more uh, appealing as an all cash offer, generally you're going to see what's more appealing about an all cash offer is the quicker closing time is, is yeah. what you're really, is what you're really after. You know, you're not going to have the, the log jam of, of going through underwriting and things like that. And if you, if you default then, then, you know, you're holding, you know, you've got some, some legal yeah. ramifications there anyway. So. So yeah. what so, happened to me recently was a listing agent yeah. called me and said, I need a favor. Can you, can you verify that they have the cash in the bank and then send a letter? And I said, sure. I will do that. So uh, I did. I verified and that they could make they did have the cash in the bank. I did sit, just put a disclaimer in there. I'm not saying they're using it for their house, but they do have enough money to close the transaction. All right. We're going to move on. By the way, a reminder, you can watch a replay of this of this program. We're doing this for video as well. Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com. That's LouisvilleAnswers.com. And uh, you can watch a replay of this program. All right, we're going back over to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Uh, Freddie sent us an email, and he's preparing to buy a home and wonders if there are some things that he should do in preparation for applying for a mortgage. So, Randy, I'm going to name some of these things and just give us a one-line uh, explanation. So, review your credit reports for mistakes. Yes. Yes, you need to do that. And what you would do is I would send you the credit report over, and we would go through it. Uh, basically line item by line item usually takes, depending on the situation, you know, 15 to 30 minutes. All right. We move on. Freddie asks, what about determining how much you can afford to spend? How does he determine that? Uh, debt income. So how much income he makes compared to debt. How much he wants to spend as well on the house. Yes, and spending as well. Yeah. Right. His budget. How about the getting your down payment funding in order? What does that entail? Right. So we look at bank statements. Uh, if it's a no money down, obviously, we, we look at that situation. So we look at bank statements if they're going to pull from a 401k, and then we get all that put together. And so obviously, this is the process we're going to get pre-approved for mortgages. Is there anything else that you would add to that, Brandy, that comes to mind? Uh, we want to tell them, uh, do you have anything outstanding that you're, you're, you're about ready to purchase, like a car or something, because we don't want you to do that. Yeah, don't buy anything. Uh, so right? yeah. 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 All right, Chuck. Question for you and a reminder, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, I do videos. I just put a couple up a couple of weeks ago. Go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. And Chuck at uh, Crosby Law Offices, Robert sent us an email. Can an attorney review the purchase contract before he signs it? So Chuck, he's asking, uh, can you review a contract if he's going to sign a purchase contract or to list his house? Is that necessary in your mind in this day and age? 
Is it necessary? No. Um, presumably, if you have an agent, your agent can go over it with you. And um, if he's the uh, the buyer, well, they put it together generally. Uh, so they ought to know the terms there. Uh, sellers uh, had one today. Uh, they sent it over to me and said, hey, can you look over this? Uh, see, the idea is I can't sit there and tell them what they ought to do. Uh, what I can tell them is what the contract says. And is that what you want to do? Um, and you know, that's how I approach it. Uh, but yeah, it's yeah. not a bad idea. Uh, is it required? No. But uh, if you don't have representation from an agent, then you probably do want to run it by an attorney. In this particular case, it's a national buyer of houses uh, sending him a contract. And there were four or five different things in there that really ought to be in there that weren't. So, yeah. yeah and just, for instance, in, in yeah. New York State, it's the norm, as a matter of fact. For oh, yeah. Everybody's got an attorney in New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and but, you would uh, hope the the attorney that you would pick here locally to represent you would say the same thing. Yes, you can use me, but your real estate agent, if he's proficient, knows the contract inside and out and is able to explain it to you item by item. Am I right, Sean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, occasionally, you know, you get people that are are a little skittish and think, well, you know. You know, they aren't exactly happy with their agent or mm. they feel that maybe something is going on behind the scenes. Uh, you know, in that case, you know, I'll look at it and, uh, you know, I've never actually found anything where there was, you know, an agent uh, trying to pull one. But uh, um, sometimes I get that call. Uh, but, no, usually it's an unrepresented uh, party who's a seller, who's on in years, perhaps, and uh, they're getting a contract from, you know, some flippers or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, those I'd say it'd be foolhardy to sign without running it by an attorney. Uh, but, uh, you know, if there's agents involved, trust your agent. That's what they're there for. That is right. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, folks, so 12 everyday items that can be huge security risks around your home. We're going to take a break. Uh, continuing with us to the top of the hour, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can go in there. He will get you pre-qualified to get your loan at 645-0736 is his phone number. Chuck Crosby, the owner of the Crosby Law Offices, who does a great job at closing your loan. And he also does wills, which I highly suggest you talk about and get that amongst the family, powers of attorney and other things. And you can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also with us, my son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And I'm proud of him. And then if you're thinking of selling your home, you can uh, contact me for a free consult. I will come out in person, talk to you by phone or via Zoom or FaceTime, whatever. And it's me. I'm the guy who comes out there. You can uh, reach me on my cell phone. Again, free, no obligation. 376-5483 or go to BobSellsLouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499-6360. 499-6360. 6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit a 2-1 buy down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help 
you. Call 645-0736, NMLS 26362-2473. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840, WHAS, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, continuing to the top of the hour and continuing with Chuck Crosby, who is the head man over at the Crosby Law Offices. And he does not only closings and does a phenomenal job at that, but he does things like foreclosure defense or commissioner's sale. Uh, he's also known, and if he doesn't know it, he knows somebody who does, works with evictions, appeals for judgments and forcible detainer. Uh, you can reach Chuck anytime to find out exactly what all the things he does. 499-6360. Also here, Randy Rocky, who is one of the head guys over at Swan Financial. They do a great job of getting you qualified to pre-qualified to close on a loan of a home that you're looking for. You can reach Randy now or in the future at 6450736. My son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more, continues with us. And as I've said before, if you're thinking of selling a home, we can do that for you. We'd have a pretty good track record. You can uh, simply call me and it's free, no obligation. I will come out. We can talk about the process, even if it's not for next year or the year before. You reach me on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. Randy Rocky, a question uh, that was sent to us. Uh, William says uh, he wants to buy his first home. He's worried about job security. He's wondering what happens if he misses a mortgage payment or faces financial difficulties to his mortgage. You know, it's funny. We This seems to be a turning of the tide of questions we're getting, in this case, concerning about jobs based on what's happening in the economy. Randy, what would you tell Tilly William? Well, I mean, you, you face that risk anytime, and if it happens, sometimes you can work it out with your lender, but you definitely want to, uh, the, the one you're sending the payment to, uh, so you would want to call them and and see what your options are, um, but usually, most of the time, they can do a remodification sometimes, but right now, really, they're not really into that, so most of the time, it, it's either you make your payment or eventually the foreclosure process starts. We'll talk more about that in the days and weeks to come because that is becoming a concern for some people. All right, we move on. So 12 everyday items. So guys and folks at home, play along with us. 12 everyday items that could be huge security risks. Would you believe that home security signs are actually risks? Yes or no? Just uh, The answer is yes, because some smart criminals know how to tamper with and disarm security systems. So telling them exactly the company that you have can actually make them more informed. That's according to Security Baron. That's a security company. So he says, get a sign from a different company, place it in your yard that you have a security. That's a way to throw them off. 
charging your devices at charging stations, which I didn't hear about till recently. Greg, you may know about this. Yeah, yeah. Like when you go to the airport, you plug in to charge if you're directly going into a charging port. Yeah, I've got a couple of government friends who refuse to, they only bring battery packs with them. They refuse to charge and plug into public places for safety and data security. Because the data could be taken off your phone while you're plugged in charging, folks. Just remember that. The other option is to bring a, a wall charger, electric plug-in, and then well, plug it's, that Yeah, that would work, but they're, they're, yeah. you're going to be they're, it's like a skimming device almost for a credit card. You wouldn't even know if you're plugging in directly via USB, all of your information could right. be going into a skimmer essentially that looks like a normal charging port. Be careful about public Wi-Fi networks signing on board. Home smart devices, uh, they are all the rage, of course, but consumers are often unaware of how much their smart devices know about them, including privacy and security risks. For example, smart speaker hubs like Amazon's Electra, which I have, and Google Home Hub, which I have, are also always listening. Uh, to identify the code word like uh, "Hey Amazon" or "Hey Alexa," that type of thing. So be careful. Well, they listen. They listen to much more, and so does your phone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, using lots of apps, they can be tracking you as well. Security cameras. You know, there might be people. We've talked about this in the past. There may be people who are actually watching those security cameras, other than the fact of of your own your own eyes. Also, reusing passwords. This is one of the biggest problems. You know, there was a. I read a report that they did a test of government security buildings. They, uh, this guy ran a program that wanted to see if the, everyone had the same password or how many people, like admin, was the password. And many of these government security offices it's a default <laughs> is the default, and so and they never changed it. So use unique passwords. Use also, unique passwords and always use yeah. two-factor authentication. In most cases, all those things that Bob yeah. said, all those smart home objects, the, the the smart cameras, there is an option in most user settings to enable smart or two-factor authentication, which means if somebody tries to hack it or change your password, you will get notified on another device before any of that happens. You would have to approve it yeah. um, before they're able to do anything like that. Wrapping up, clicking on old on email links is a problem. Be careful. Don't when you were giving up a hard drive or a computer, make sure you're wiping properly the hard drive to get rid of your data. Using an outdated browser on your computer or an older computer could mean you're open to security hacks and uh, sharing, oversharing on social media. Like, oh, I'm going on vacation to the Bahamas next week. That lets criminals know you're leaving out of town. And putting expensive tech in a prominent place in your home, like your living room wall, and seeing it through uh, the windows, that's uh, just inviting problems. So those are some of the problems that you would face that uh, big security risks in your home. Back over to Chuck Crosby now with the Crosby Law Offices. Chuck, we received an email from Nicole a week ago. She says, I'm buying my first home, and my agent gave me the contract I need to sign. Now, my parents always told me to read carefully and get advice if there is nothing uh, and anything I don't understand. Nicole, that's great advice. Nicole is wondering, are there any terms and clauses in a contract that she should be especially concerned about? And if there are, what can she do about it? So there, th that's a loaded question because there are so many terms within a contract. Yeah. What would, you want to, my suggestion is to get, you get the contract ahead of time and then go over it with somebody you trust who knows information and look up the words. I, what I do is if somebody uh, you know calls me with a question like that, I'll just say, okay, well, shoot me a copy of your contract and we'll go over it paragraph by paragraph. Good idea. And it, it doesn't take 10 minutes. Uh, it's, it's easily done. Agents, of course, should 
be able to do that. Uh, but if, you know, there's some, if they want to hear about 20 different shaggy dog stories about what can happen with this particular paragraph, just call me. Happy to talk to you about it. Uh, not something I typically charge for. Uh, there you go. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, it really is simple. It, it, um, so that's, that's about all I can say is, Good. you know, if you yeah. have questions, just call me. That's why we love Chuck. We'll give us a number out towards the end of the show here. So stand by on that. A reminder, you can read our reviews. We're proud of the reviews that we have. You can go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com and take a look at some of the reviews about how we treat uh, the, the majority of our clients, our customers. We move back over to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Jessica is a first-time home buyer and asks us this question via email. She says, are there any special programs or incentives for first-time home buyers, Randy, how would you respond to Jessica on that? Uh, yes, there are, there are tax credit situations if your income is under about eighty thousand dollars in Kentucky or in Louisville. Uh, uh, there are uh, down payment assistance programs for first-time home buyers where you will bring no money down, even on normal FHA loans. Uh, so there are uh, a, a whole plethora of options. And so, what I would tell you in this case, what you want to do, Jessica, is contact two or three different loan mortgage companies, Randy's a great one over at Swan to, uh, as an example, and ask them what their individual programs are, and then see how responsive those those mortgage lenders are to your questions. You'll find Randy and Swan are very responsive. Back over to you, Chuck. John sent us a, an email. He listens to our show all the time, and he's asking a specific, specific question of you, Mr. Crosby. What is the closing process at your office, and what should he expect on the day he closes a loan with the bank and you and buys his first home? Okay. Uh, the process is pretty easy. Uh, he'll bring ID and a cashier's check. Uh, anything else that his uh, lender has told him to bring, sometimes two IDs, that kind of thing. When they show up, first thing I always do is uh, greet everybody. You're you're being welcomed into my office, my home. Uh, you know, we, we act like that. So you sit down, everybody's comfortable. Uh, then I get IDs, uh, copy them, and then we go over numbers. Uh, in a closing, there are roughly three things that actually really do something. Uh, the numbers are the very most important, uh, the thing everybody's concerned about. Uh, so we go over those and we don't move until you're comfortable with them. Uh, if it's your first home and you're not exactly sure why this number is there, well, we give you the opportunity to ask. And it's not going to be like in some places I've I've heard about where, you know, hey, it's just a bank fee. Don't worry about it. No, we can talk about what every little thing is. And until you're satisfied with the numbers, you don't hand me a penny. Of course, now, once you've handed me the penny, uh, then we go over the terms of the loan pretty quickly. Uh, and then there's probably about 70 pages of uh, CYA uh, documents that you go over. Uh, try and do everything in a smooth fashion so it goes from one thing to the next and makes sense. It's not, you know, oh, hey, let's talk about uh, the numbers here and then let's talk about your ID. Then let's talk about the uh, uh, monthly payment. Then let's talk about the IRS. Everything kind of goes in a consecutive fashion that makes sense. Uh, typically, you don't leave my table until you've understood everything. What I don't want is for you to get to the rest light out at the intersection of Hurstburn and Bunsen and have a question. Uh, but if you do, you can always call me. Um, but uh, yeah, I always treat it. This is the biggest purchase you're going to make. Um, it's one of the biggest investments you possibly could make. Uh, you're going to know everything about it, or at least as much as you want to know about it before you even hand me the check. And we always love about Chuck that it's always a friendly, funny kind of atmosphere. So things move rather smoothly. 
with yeah, Chuck throwing I've a little been to adversarial there. closings yeah. and nothing gets accomplished that way. Yeah. Uh, there's no reason to be adversarial. Typically, there are there are times, but those are fairly rare. And if we run into something like that, chances are I'm not going to put the buyers and sellers together. Uh, you know, nasty divorces, things right. like that. You know, you try and minimize any kind of conflict. You want to know the numbers. You want to know the terms. You want to make sure it's the right property. Everything after that is, you know, CYA. Hopefully, Jessica, that answers. And you'll always remember your first closing. Greg, do you remember your first closing on the first house that you purchased? I do. Is that how how long ago was that? Was it maybe 10 years ago? Maybe maybe it was about 10 years ago. It was about okay. 10 years ago. It was all cash and it was smooth. I don't remember where it closed. I'm assuming it was at Chuck's because I remember well, see that's that's my point. If the if you remember who did the closing, chances are there was a problem. Oh no, not with well, Greg. the only reason well, I was gonna say the only reason I think I remember it was Chuck was because that was the moment. And at that time, I was really into my facial hair and my mustache. And ah. so we were talking mustache wax. And I believe that was where I, I fell I, in I love believe with that, facial hair. I believe yeah. that of closing attorneys in Louisville, I am the uh, the expert on mustache wax. If you want to see what Chuck looks like, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, folks. It's a replay of our uh, show on and a video version. Also, a reminder as we wrap up that if you are thinking of selling, we have a free no-obligation book that has hundreds of useful tips. If you want a copy, simply send me an email, Bob, at WeSellLouisville.com, and put selling tips in the subject line. Out of time, folks, our thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy for any of the above information that we've talked about, 6450736. Also, our thanks to Chuck Crosby, who does a phenomenal job closing loans and a whole lot more. You can reach Chuck on his phone at 499-6360. My thanks, of course, to my son, Greg, who does our marketing photography and so much more. And if you're thinking of selling your home now or in the future, call me, email me. You can uh, talk to me about the process. It's free. There's no obligation. All you got to do is pick up a phone and call 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com and fill out that form. We're out of time. We will see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.